we're back for 2020, uh, this Warriors Life podcast. I'm Will Evans and Brad Larkin, back for another season with me. Uh, Brad, how you going? How's, how's the last few months since we uh, last did this? Yeah, they've been good, pal. They've been real good. Just uh, summer holidays, although summer's been rubbish, but no. Just battling away. Battling away, mate. Yeah, pretty tough summer down in uh, Dunedin there, I hear. Um, <laughs> Terrible. Good, hey, real good summer to buy a caravan, mate. Real good. <laughs> yeah, have you, uh, have, has it actually made it out of the driveway yet? <laughs> we went away at Christmas and every time we've thought about it, she shat itself weather-wise, so um, it's parked up. It's parked up already for, oh. until next summer. Better luck next summer, mate. And um, if you're like me, this, this summer has seemed um, particularly long as, as far as um, no footy goes it just really seems to have dragged even though it's probably been one of the shorter off seasons in recent yeah years. yeah i guess because the off season news was so repetitive and uh, latrell mitchell yeah. tried and just wanted to get some footy on the guys did listening to that saga latrell palooza it was uh <laughs> never ending <laughs> they name it no i just i named it i've been sitting on that for about two months <laughs> just waiting for the first pod <laughs> Um, but yeah, it has been um, has been a pretty slow off season news wise, and that's probably for the best. Although Curtis Scott did his best to uh, to ramp things up recently. Gee, well, he's he's a little bit loose, that kid, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> like he sort of showed showed it, and how quickly he was to smack Walker in the head last year. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, go to Canberra. The the bright lights of Sydney. They you know just stay away from temptation. <laughs> oh Cam, it'll be one to keep an eye on. Yeah, uh, his name is Curtis, by the way. But um, oh, <laughs> it, good start. <laughs> I'll, good I'll start. let you off. It's been a. I'm sure you haven't been perusing the the team sheets uh, just yet. So I'll let you away no. with that one. Um, so we did get some action finally uh, last weekend in the nines. Uh, wasn't much to get excited about if you're a Warriors fan though. No, uh, what a blowout. Yeah, bit of a waste of time. I thought that uh, it might be an opportunity for us to show a bit of something, a bit of enthusiasm, and they really uh, phoned it in, I thought. There's not much to talk about their effort at all. There was zero. I th- Terrible. I th- they I were just going there for a weekend away. I think the thing that that uh, frustrated me is every other club that missed the finals last year, they all won their day one games, all seven of the other clubs. and yeah, Five of them made the... Um, Five of them made the the uh, quarters. The three teams that finished below us all made the semis, and had the Dragons and Cowboys contesting the final. Their you know the, their fans are, are hitting the season with a bit of optimism, and we were by far the worst team there. Um, oh mate, real shoddy. Thirty-four nil in a game of nines. Yeah. How do you not get a try in a game of nines? I know the um, I know that the nines you know essentially don't matter, but catching a ball does and making a tackle does and not looking like a fatigued 45-year-old kind of matters in rugby league generally. So, um, yeah, I was pretty pretty dark yeah, it was, on it. It looked like a pass-through-present pass team, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. You yeah, Kirk Gidley absolutely tearing us up. Whether <laughs> We look like a, t- a team of golden oldies. <laughs> Although, yeah, nah, terrible, terrible. Silver lining, Paul Turner, nice little try there. Um, mm. Showed what he can do. He's he um, 
yeah, certainly got some promise there. I thought Rocco I, Berry was was kind of fairly tenacious and energetic. Um, yeah, can't find too many raps for anyone else, but no, I think it's going to be two people we keep a close eye on this year, isn't it? Mm. Their progress. Yeah, and they'll both get a chance, particularly Rocco playing at fullback um, this weekend in the trials. So um, yeah. we'll go through that lineup. So the the purpose of this podcast, really, the first one of twenty twenty, is just to run through the lineup, run who who the contenders are for each position, who we would ideally like to see picked, and who we think will get picked. Um, yeah, that's pretty much yeah. the. Yeah. That's uh, what we're going with. Beat me over that and just... Uh, yep. Beat over that. That yep. sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Cast an eye over that anyway. By the end of it, we should, each of us should have come up, uh, picked ourselves a third, starting 13 by the end of the year. Yeah. Um, slim pickings in some areas, but we'll see what happens. And obviously the... Uh, the injury news during the week, Bunty Afoa likely gone for the entire season. Not quite the not not quite the news we were after. Probably the area we could least afford to lose someone who's just about an automatic pick. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's not a good sign, but uh what can you do? What can you do? The yeah. other teams losing some good players at the moment too, so yeah. It always happens. It's yeah, hopefully yeah, it does. lose too. It's just, like you said, it's a shame it's one of the props, so we yeah. could have lost an outside back quite happily. <laughs> not yeah. happily, but it would have been easier to uh easier to stomach. That's for sure, and it you know just highlights um, where we've fallen short in recruitment. Not for one of trying, but if we had. I think how many how many props have we got on the books? Is it one or two now? Well, down to two two props. I do fear. Well, maybe Jess Tavanga could play prop. Maybe so. Maybe we've got yeah. three. No, we've, we'll go through the middle forwards um, a bit later on, um, and and tell you who are the contenders to potentially come into the seventeen for Paul Bunty. Um, but yeah, I guess without where are we going to start? I guess we'll start at, at the back three. Um, back three, done. Well, there's, yeah. there's an easy pack. Well, RTS he chooses himself, but I guess we're looking at who is his backup this year if he goes down, isn't it? Yeah, More so Pe- Peter Hooker has done a, a great job whenever he's gone back for, for Roger. I think he, that's probably his best position. It's just a shame that he. Uh, it doesn't get that much of an opportunity, but it's a great luxury to have to be able to call on someone like Peter Hicku to to wear the number one if Rogers out. Um, so yeah. well, well stocked there. Um, move. Oh, there are a few other options, I guess. But um, if, if no, nah, I think that's the, um, that's yeah. the logical cover. Yeah, Foss has played there a bit and uh, and that sort of thing. But I think yeah, as long as one of those guys are fit, we're pretty well well served at fullback. Uh, who are your wingers going to be this year? <laughs> That's as good as this conversation is going to be. <laughs> yeah, I know. We really it's should well left it to left full back to last. Uh, uh, yeah, wingers. Who have you got? Obviously, I, I like. I'm I'm leaning towards uh, Ken and Milne, actually, for my wingers this year. Looking at shifting Foss in one. Yeah, I'm leaning the same way. I thought Milne was. a didn't really do much of the nines. I thought it was an opportunity. He looked pretty mm. pretty sloppy. Uh, but, yeah, Milner's that game-breaker that we've been looking for. As we've talked about, Blake Green um, is the half out on the, the right edge. Fustua is just not getting those opportunities. 
on the wing and he's pretty wasted out there if he's not getting that good nah. ball. So, yeah, yeah, chance to, for Fuss to come into the centres. He's played um, 19 NRL games in the centres, scored 12 tries. He he's, looks pretty sharp there when he has played. It's only because he's been, you know, he's such a brilliant finisher in the corner, but if he's not getting those chances... Yeah, exactly. Get, get him close to the action. Yeah, he's played fullback. He's, a, he's, he's a big body too. He can pass the ball. He's not a you know a, a big unco winger or anything. He's played a lot of fullback and um, yeah, he can pass yeah. the ball. So it's definitely an option, and he has been named at centre um, this week. Oh, has To start, so that's very interesting. With Patrick Herbert on the wing, actually. Yeah, I see that. That's an odd one. Yeah, so you'd think if Herbert's going to be in the team, he'd be in the centres, but um, yeah, I think he's played a bit there in, in uh, Canterbury Cup yeah. and that sort of thing. How are you? How are your two wingers? Yeah, probably, ideally you'd have um, Ken or uh, Ken and, and Fuss, but if you can't make the most of Fuss to his talents, then you probably bring him in one. That would be my That would be my preference, I think. Um, yeah, right. Eh? Yeah, there's there's a few other contenders in there. Just running you through a couple of them. That um, Celestino and I'll I'll, I'll uh, learn his surname properly um, when he gets into first grade. But he he looked all right at the nines. Um, a lot of pace, which are probably lacking a bit out out wide. Um, and there's one guy that is I think he's on the bench this weekend. Setu too. He scored yeah. 15 tries in 15 reserve grade games last year. It could be worth a worth a shot, I think, in first grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I'm not... There's Pompey. Yeah. Does that, does that Rocco Berry, is he a winger as well? Um, Sorry, yeah, I'm not really sure. I, I was surprised seeing him um, at the nines. I, I kind of, watching his first 15 highlights, he looked kind of like a big, um, long-striding, lanky guy, but he looked kind of stocky at the nines, so... He's a little bit different to what I thought, but um, yeah, more like a fullback centre type rather than a winger. Uh, plenty of yeah. options out there, but yeah, I think uh, I don't know. Again, no offence to Adam Pompey, but he wasn't our favourite player when he uh, no no he, when he came he into won't. into first grade at the back end of the year, and yeah, just doesn't. Oh, look Jared Beal's got to be a couple of picks away this year, doesn't he, just to give these other guys a chance? Yeah, well, I, I can't really see him playing too much first grade. Um, no. You know, we need some strike, and he just doesn't have it. Terrible run with injury. He was never the most dynamic outside back anyway, but um, <laughs> but particularly not now. Um, it's like yeah. he's allergic to the try line, yeah. isn't it? He starts running the other way. He's, he gets a, yeah, he's an out-of-it character. Good servant, but yeah. yeah I, I, I'd, and, I'd, I'd and like to bloke, see other people get a chance in front of him. Yeah, well, they need they need to score points, basically. Last year, I think we scored... Uh, yeah, three average of three tries a game. It was one of the lowest tries per game rates in our history. Um, we're certainly not going to defend our way to victory, so... Uh, week no, to week, so no. yeah, we need some more strike out there. So we've basically, I guess, we've we've more or less covered the centres. I'm I'm taking it. Peter Hacker was uh, first choice, first pick centre for you. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, he he was good last year. He has his he yeah. has his haters, but he was real good last year. No, I thought he really came. He was really consistent behind uh, Roger and Kenny. Was 
their best player, I thought, by yeah. probably a fair margin. Yeah. Just quite reliable, no major defensive shockers like he had the previous season and um, yeah, made over 100 games regularly, uh, 100 metres regularly and just silky, nice combination with Ken. He's um, clever and he's a tricky, yeah. clever little player. Yeah. Oh, not little, but yeah. No, he's, he's got that touch, got a nice touch. And now obviously Milne is an option at centre as well. Yeah, well, that's that. It's good. Swapping either him and Ken around, I don't mind too much for my back line looking at the start of the season. And uh, obviously Herbert, the kind of de facto incumbent, he he um, took over Carter's spot there and then had a few injury problems. Kind of went off the ball a little wee bit, I thought, after looking really good in his first couple of games. But Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he's, I guess the trials are going to be pretty big for for um, the Herb. Um, yeah. So then we, what's after that? We're into the halves, are we? Yeah, now this is this could make or break the season. First of all, where do you think? What do you think Kearney's going to go as far as his halves for round one? Where do I think he's going to go? I reckon he's going to. I reckon he is going to go green and CHT. You do. I've got a. I've got oh, a, I don't know. I've got a yeah. feeling that he's going to pick Cody for round one, and then. Oh. Tear it I'll be all so down. disappointed. I'll be so disappointed. Yeah. I just I've just got a feeling that the, he's not gonna play start Cody on the bench. It's gonna give him that opportunity to Yeah. Uh interesting this weekend, Chanel and Adam Adam Kieran, the the halves. Um Cody is he in the Mouldy All Stars side? Yeah, yes. I think he is. Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. And Black Green's still on ice. Darcy, actually, he's from a West Coast. One of his tribes is a West Coast tribe. Oh, really? My homeland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is awesome. quite interesting. Naitahu. Oh, yeah. Awesome. West Coast. Yeah. Um, yeah, so a good chance for Chanel and, and Adam Karen to have a real crack at it without, you know, worrying. They, they could basically play the full game there, I guess. Um, Paul Turner's on the bench. He'll hopefully get a shot as well. Um, yeah. And he's the wild card in the mix, I guess. Paul Turner. Um, he is. There's quite, even though we're thin in the halves, there's opportunity to try a bit with the players we've got for the halves. Yeah. The there's quite a few options. None of them are world, but like none of the <laughs> best players in the world, but there's yeah. something we can do there, I think. Um, for me, I thought if, if Green's going to be um, an automatic number seven, I think Chanel has to be the other half. He's got a good boot. He will um, take control a bit. Cody just sat way, back way too much for me last year. Yeah, he's an opportunist. He's... Yeah. Um, good player, Cody, but not for the other halves that the Warriors have got. Or maybe, you know, Cody-Chanel combination could work down the track. But, yeah, Green's, Green's boot isn't big enough. He can't force enough repeat sets. Um, he's not quite dazzling enough attack-wise. Um, for an know, effort to... that the half put in in defence, Chanel, just for his effort in defence last year, I'll put him in if that's what you yeah. get from one on a field. Yeah, well, that's the kind of that kind of X factor, and you know, you like Cody is such a brilliant well, ball runner, but just doesn't pull it out enough, and and just goes missing in games. I think. Well, it, well, it's the it's the one percent as well. Yeah, it's yeah, the bloody one percent. Uh, if you go for one percent, I'd go Chanel any day. <laughs> 
Yeah, you can't fault his effort. And you can't fault Green's effort as well, just while we're hovering around that topic. No one tried harder than him last year. Nah. But he's a limited player in in some areas. And, you know, just... uh, He's doing more work than he should be doing last year. Yeah. The old boy like him, they should be looking after him. Yeah, Yeah, he's... Trying to do, he's doing a lot of the heavy lifting in that team at the moment. Yeah, but if you are if you are sending a a Warriors rep for a force back competition, Green would be about tenth of the Warriors. I think he's <laughs> he just, he's just booting absolutely trying to boot the cover off the ball, and it can barely make forty meters on the fly. Who has got the biggest boot at the club in the house? Uh, you I, even I, I, well, Karen, I think, has quite a big boot. But, um, Does he? Yeah, I don't know how... You probably haven't seen enough of him to, to judge how accurate it is. He put in some shocking kicks of the nines. But, um, yeah, I think from memory, Karen's boot's pretty big and Chanel has a decent-sized boot. But it's more That's about cute. just having you know two kickers rather than Green having to shoulder the load and Cody kicking once more. Yeah, yeah. Is it, um, is Kieran picked at, um, hooker this weekend? No, no, he is in the halves with Chanel. Oh, yeah. oh sorry. I, I, where have I seen he's been murmured about having a go at hooker? Uh, yeah, he's kind of been, uh, sort of lumped in that group, and I talked to Steve Kearney for Big League earlier this year, and he sort of chucked him in that same group with Wade Egan and, uh, Carl Lawton Lawton. and those guys. yeah. Nate Roach obviously is still injured for another couple of months, but um, yeah, I, I thought Kieran went quite well off the bench. Those couple of um, games towards the end of the year that he got as a yeah. as a dummy half, and yeah, I like him with dummy half, especially if he has got a big kick as well. And yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see how much first grade he sees. Geez, aren't we overstocked for players that can play a bit of halves, but a bit of hooker, yeah. but a could slot that's in at centre if needed, kind of thing. It's, uh, but that's it, but them. no one that you, well, without sounding terrible, no one that you'd actually want, like, there's none of the big names here. We've just got 50, 50 average Joes. Yeah, it's, yeah. We've been moving on to the hookers. Uh, Wade Egan is obviously our virtually our only off season buy, and he could turn out to be really good. Yeah, I don't mind that only buy at all. Um, hasn't had too much of an opportunity at Penrith to, to show what he's capable of. But he's for me, he seems like he might end up being like a Jaden Braley type. Like, not the not the most brilliant hooker, um, but just a really good, solid guy that just has has all the skills and, um, and will do a good, solid job for you each week and never have a poor game, more importantly. Yeah, I'm looking at like a Jake Friendy, what's that, Mitch Rainey... Yeah, that sort yeah, of, Mitch Rain. That sort of yeah. nugget. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be... It would just be good to have some stability there, obviously. Isaac Luke fell out of favour last year um, a bit, and, and they barely could play anyone two weeks in a row at hooker. Oh, um, it was terrible, wasn't you know, it? Jazz was... At least with all these utility types, we're not probably not going to have to see Jazz play too much hooker. Um, yeah, Jazz yeah. himself's not going to have to see himself play hooker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just as importantly, he's not a big fan of it. Um, yeah, uh, there's one guy that we just sort of skipped over was Hayes Perham. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of hard to see where he fits into this team, but he's playing centre, or starting at centre this week. 
uh, probably a specialist 5-8, can play fullback. Um, be good to see him kind of stake a bit of a claim yeah. this weekend. Yeah, that's, yeah. He's, a, he's a good player, but like you said, in the position he's in, it's just a, a lot of the same sort of player. He's going to yeah. sort of like that Paul Turner. I can't see him, I don't know if he'll get a go this year, because there's new people in that position they're trying to give him a go at the moment. So, yeah, there's, there's a little backlog going on there at the moment. Yeah, and, and Turner's another one who can play fullback. He actually played a fair bit of fullback in... Um, in Canterbury Cup last year and uh, had a couple of good games there. Um, I showed, sent you that highlights package. It's uh, pretty, yeah. pretty mouth-watering if you can translate that sort of play um, in, on, into the NRL stage. Obviously, it's a bit different to playing Jersey Flag, but uh, he's, yeah, he is a real I like game his size. I, I like the bit of size he's got to him, either yeah. a nuggety centre or something. Same with that Rocco Berry. <laughs> It would be quite good if they could turn him into a free-running back rower. Yeah, well, who knows? It's the same he's only like, young, isn't he? He's only 19, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, so who knows what he will develop in, into. I think Turner this year and next year are probably pretty big for him. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, he's not going to hang around, obviously, if he's got the talent. So hopefully he'll get picked if he's the best option. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, again, talking about those hookers, we've got Egan... Nate Roach, Carl Lawton, Adam Kieran, Cody Nakarima, all of them have played probably, well, apart from Egan, has probably played four or five different positions in first grade or reserve grade. Um, yeah, just... Oh, it's just horrendously overstocked with the same player. Far out. I had even forgot about the fact Cody Nakarima, we want him there to get him out of the halves yeah. as the utility. So that's... It's either Lawton or Kieran, who we also said we like there. Yeah, well, I think Wigan's our start. Egan's our starter. Um, I'm a big Lawton fan. He's always done the job when he's got the mm. ball up. But yeah, Cody. Well, Cody, when he was a rookie, played in the grand final for Brisbane as that number fourteen who, who came on, you know, for the last fifteen minutes of each half. He's built for that jersey. He's yeah, built for that fourteen jersey, and it makes him get involved. Um, you know, you can't don't have any choice but to be involved when you're dummy half he he got um thrown into hooker at short notice against great britain um, at eden park a few months ago and oh. and made 53 tackles like Did yeah, he? yeah. Um, <laughs> he's yeah I, th- I think it's you know his best position you know to you take advantage of those tired forwards at the back end of the halves and um and he's you know it's lightning off the mark so we're, we're very short on pace as we talk about regularly and especially around the ruck yeah they're close our forwards have got no pace need someone setting some sort of tempo yeah i would I'd like to see a bit more well i'm looking forward to seeing egan play this weekend see what you know what sort of speed and creativity he brings um to the position but yeah certainly not short of options there no no not at all where are we now propping? This is where we are short of options, isn't it? Yeah, I thought we'd just <laughs> talk about all the middle forwards, given it's kind of interchangeable with the with the lock position to a certain extent. Um, so obviously, Parsi, Ignatius Parsi and, and Lisa Armel will be probably our starting props again. Yeah. I think they held the job for most of the last year, were solid enough, particularly Leeson was consistent and just a you know, super reliable defender. Decent metres each game. Parsi 
more explosive but less consistent. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like him to get... He used to be consistent. Was it before he came to the Warriors he was consistent? But, yeah. Yeah, I know. Gee, that's thin. That's slim pickings, isn't it? Then we've got Lasoni as backup. Yeah, Lasoni probably get... Yeah. Jackson Frey, he's the... Uh, I think uh, former Roosters lower grade. He hasn't played NRL yet, but um, he's a big unit actually, around 115 kgs and quite tall. Yeah, he. I was just looking at his Canberra Cup stats after he joined us midway through last year. Pretty good numbers. Good post yeah, I think he, he had a couple of sharp games. I seen him playing last year, but then when I started talking about how sharp he was playing, he had a couple of nightmare games. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, yeah, so that obviously Lasorna is he's not a favourite of Warriors fans these days. I'm not sure no. if he's still got it uh, in him to become a, you know, genuine. No, he, he's one I wouldn't be surprised if he was gone mid-season. Yeah, it just has that sort of feel about it. But I guess depth-wise, they probably won't pull the trigger just yet, unless a couple of these younger guys can step up. Um, speaking of the younger guys, uh, Jermaine Talnoa Brown. He's, uh, I think he's from Melbourne, but playing for North Devils last year. Look, is this the rapper? Yeah, this is this is um, AKA Young Maney, uh, the rapper. Young Maney. Uh, he had a couple of decent touches um, in the nines, and he is a big unit. And quite mobile. I would like it if he ended up being good enough for our NRL, NRL side. Um, given those qualities that he has, I just don't know if he's got the like engine. Like, he's an actual big unit, this guy. Yeah, today. yeah. He is a big Like, Warriors don't have many big units, but yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see if they could get him, get him out there on a paddock. We need something. Now, I actually um, had a wee bit of a listen to his... his um, music on Spotify and it wasn't terrible um, how many tracks is he rolling on Spotify well I think he's maybe got half a dozen tracks they're all just standalone tracks but um, you know they're well produced and I actually yeah I thought it was actually okay um, definitely that sort of Australian accent kind of hip hop um, oh, what's, his, what's his topic of choice well I was just going to I can't quite um, decipher it so I was just going to see if you could help me because I've written down some of his lyrics for one of his, uh, for his smash hit um, song Sauce or Sauce as he pronounces it in the song Sauce. Oh, yeah. so this is how the, the track starts dripping down under with the sauce cooking in the kitchen with the sauce I just took your bitch with the sauce um, and then and then go back to the start and repeat that a few times. Now I don't know what the source is, but if he can translate that to uh, to the field, I think he might have yeah, something for this Warriors team. And my girlfriend. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> to uh, to the field. He just needs to, yeah, just needs to to meld those uh, two things together, and it's a winning combination, I think. Yeah, I, I want to see him having someone like McGuire, the Cowboys. Just covered in his dripping sauce, <laughs> dripping all just... over his, all over Maguire's chin. <laughs> and his sauce. <laughs> yeah, you should have a listen to it. It's, uh, it is catchy. It's been stuck in my head oh. all afternoon. Oh, uh, well, I played it well. And moving on to, well, I guess uh, anyone that uh, can get picked at, 
at lock is a potential prop for the Warriors, and so that means Adam Blair. Um, Jazz Tavangan is going to be out for the first four or five rounds. That's a real blow, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, had a bit of off-season surgery. Um, Isaiah Papali, potentially, I've heard a... I haven't been able to confirm it, but have heard a bit of a whisper about him being maybe keen to play him in the middle more this year oh. instead of um, on the edge. Um, that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, no, I think, you know, well, for me, he went right off the boil um, as a as an edge back row last year. Just big lumbering. Um, yeah, too slow. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people with a big rap on him as a... As a leader, air quotes, he was captain at the Nines. Um, talked about as a future captain of the club. That's disturbing to me. Um, yeah, no, no. I, I don't, not yet. He showed me nothing last year. That yeah, well, he's... you've got to be at least commanding a place in first grade on your merits. He, um, and for me, he's not. He, it, with everyone available, he's not in my 17 to start the year. I know that he will be, even if everyone was available, and I definitely will be with a couple of injuries in the Fords now, but he wouldn't be for me. No, I think prop in is his best bet. Yeah, yeah, that prop block, just uh, just hold down the middle. Um, just doesn't quite seem athletic enough, maybe, at the moment. Yeah, that... probably a straight swap for Adam Blair for what Adam Blair's been doing the last few years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Um, and Lachlan Burr's the other one who was... Pretty good for us, really, as a bargain buy last year. Mm. Um, you know, it comes up with the odd, um, the odd brain explosion, but he's got some clangers in him. Yeah, yeah, but God, this... he's just yeah terrible. He's too muscly. He can't get his arms close enough together to catch. <laughs> his chest too big, and he can't turn his head because his neck's too big. It's all just going wrong for Lockie. <laughs> but uh, despite those, um, despite those hurdles he had a pretty good year and i'd be surprised if he wasn't um in there for round one he'll be in the 17 hmm. i don't think he'll start no oh, we've got yeah. to- is tohu harris is he clear bill of health yep yep he'll be rearing to go so moving on to second rows harris that's he's that's huge for the warriors but he's got to be awesome to for us to make an impact this year like he's got to be career best form I think um, and leading the way like he's, he's the only he's the only player in that forward pack that stands out as an exceptional player um, so he's, he's got star he's got quality shot. about him yeah, yeah. Um, it is an incredibly weak pack <laughs> it's, there's no other way to talk and again we say a lot of, obviously these guys are a thousand times better than us but with comparing it to the other 16 15 teams in the comp and yeah. there's not a lot to get excited about, but you can get a wee bit excited about Tohu being back. He missed the last 11 or 12 games last year, and that was a big blow for them. He's going to be back on the right edge. Um, they, they, um, Kearney chucked him on the left to kind of, um, kind of as, as a safeguard for the for the rookie halves with Kieran and, and then Chanel playing on the left there, um, but. Um, he's going to put him back on the right. Yeah, you can't waste him babysitting. Yeah, yeah, and it's going to get his ball on the, his hands on the ball a lot more, and um, really be a bit of an attacking threat, a bit of a ball player. 
Adam Blair maybe the other starting second row of those is a good chance of being the I, th- I think it's out of Blair and Papley for the other second row yeah. and, and the number 13 to start um, at the start of the year just depends which way they want to go with it. Just looking at the lineup this weekend, Lachlan Burr is the starting uh, 13. Papali not in the team, and Blair with the Māori All Stars. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so is yeah. Josh Curran, isn't he? He's with the Indigenous All Stars. Oh, He's an Aussie just... boy. Um, uh, but God, yeah. Larkin, yeah. why didn't I put two and two together Come there? Come on, mate. Um, but it'll be good to see. Hopefully, he gets a bit of time. Be good to yeah. see him yeah. in, um, in some sort of elite company, and yeah, I know you're you're quite keen for him to get a go. I know a lot of people on the page are really um, eager for him to get a bit of game time and force his way into that seventeen. Yeah, well, everyone else is, there's been tried. This, this season should be trying something new. Far out, give them all a go. Yeah, there's there's two more guys who are real wild cards in the mix. Lavaha Polu who just fell off the, fa- off the face of the earth last year as far as um, being in favour with the Warriors coaches go. He played about 17 minutes of first grade. Um, we were crying. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. But one game, came off the bench and got about 17 minutes. Um, we, we were crying out for him to be given a go because he can use the ball a bit. He's kind of a little bit like a less skilled Brad Takarangi. Less mobile, mm-hmm. less skilled, but more, but but bigger and more forward-like. Um, yeah, yeah. He went to the nines. Obviously, didn't do much over there. He just seen if he where he is as far as this team goes. He's this shows you how um, how out of favour he is. There's a they're taking a fifteen man bench to Palmerston. Is he wearing North. jersey twenty eight? He is. <laughs> I thought he was. I thought I read that yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so how much game time are you going to get if you're the 15th listed interchange? It's crazy uh, that trials, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, we know the talent's there. Just, uh, now, seems... hopefully he's the man to slip into those big boots at the hole left by yeah. Mickey Shaolin. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There is, you know, there are spots for first graders left by guys that were playing a bit of first grade last year. Satai and Lingi Sao. Um, and the other Where one... Where did Satai end up? Uh, Super League somewhere. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, he left huh. a few rounds before the end of the season last year. Yeah. Huh. Never quite uh, click for him here. I did have high no, hopes for him at one stage. And... I had a little man crush on him for about a week or two. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last guy I want to talk about as far as second rowers go, and he's been named as a starting second row uh, for this trial, is Tane Milne. Oh. He played a lot of second row in Canterbury Cup last year and put up some pretty big numbers too. What was he racking up, metres or tackles? Um, most Metres was probably more impressive, but he was making his yep. tackles. Um, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, big, just big metres. And this is where I think he would be the ideal um, bench selection because he you know theoretically yeah. you shouldn't really need to play too many minutes like your second row should be able to play 80 they do across a lot of clubs um, but he can come on there obviously and tease your outside back cover which was a massive problem yeah. for the Warriors last year it was so frustrating when we when we did seem to have a lot of injuries in the on the wing or at centre and 
Um, our second rails were too slow to shuffle out there, so we had to put Chanel out there. Yeah, and, and it yeah, just weakens the entire squad. Yeah, so it just you know just weakens several positions rather than just one. Um, Tane yeah, that, being in the seventeen kind of solves those problems if he's good enough. Yeah, yeah, no, that does. He, they tried it, I suppose, at the back end with Ashford, didn't they? But yeah, Milne's a yeah. real good option for that position, actually. Probably a better option than starting. Yeah, and just, you know, that impact power off the bench. If you're chasing a few points and you want to see, you know, what can happen, mm. Chuck Tane out there is he's not super reliable, but flighty, <laughs> but, well, it, you know, he's not, uh, he's he's got a mistake in him, but he can also probably win you a game, potentially, so. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, I wasn't slagging him off, just, you know, he is that sort of player I just wanted to tell you what uh, uh, what Stephen Kearney said to me about him because um, I asked specifically about Tane and he said yes we've all seen what Tane's capable of the challenge for him is rep- replicating that consistently he's had an okay preseason let me put it this way he doesn't stand out during the preseason but he started to pick things up if he applies himself with a great deal of commitment, I've got no doubt he'll force an issue somewhere because he's a very capable footballer. That's about as resounding as you're going to get from Stephen Kearney. Um, so he's had a terrible preseason. Well, just that's, yeah, kind of... A, a, Is what he a I took from rap it. trainer? Yeah, well, that's what I kind of took from it, but um, all that he, you know, just doesn't... It's just not as bad being a, yeah. you know, a hard-out at training. He's obviously... A, Massive natural talent. Um, uh, yeah. They have a super talented getaway off that, though, don't they? Yeah. You have to be yeah, pretty yeah. talented. Yeah, well, that's, that that's why, he only, um, why he only got the call-up for that meaningless last-round match against the Raiders last year. But then when he did get the call-up, he left his stank all over that wing spot. <laughs> <laughs> Had an absolute blinder. Ironed out Josh Hodson, big metres, and, you know, just just looked like He's the kind of guy that gives the Warriors that kind of aura that anything could happen because they're capable of, of anything, good or bad. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. you know, I think that's the way that, you know, the way that they've got to sort of head. That story last week kind of suggested that that's what they're trying to get back to with the players approaching Stephen Cooney about changing the style, being a bit more attack-focused. Yeah. Um, what, how, what are your thoughts on player power like that? Uh, I know it's good, and they, they're asking for what we want to do, but sometimes it can be dangerous, can't it? Yeah, and, you know, if it's Cameron Smith and Cooper Cronk and Billy Slater going to the coach and saying, maybe we should try this, you're like, yeah, 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 do it. But when it's Adam Blair, Adam Blair. And, um, and co, you're a little bit less confident that they, you know, know what's best for a football team. But yeah. in saying that, it is what we've all been crying out for, playing a less rigid style, throwing the ball around a bit more. Going um, down fighting and having yeah, fun anyway. I know. Make, make, at least if we're not going to make the finals, if we're going to be a bit shit, make us entertaining to watch. I think that's what was frustrating last year and and that first year that Kearney was here. They played, they completed it like 80 plus percent, close to the best in the NRL. I'm not quite sure if it was that last year, but it certainly was that first season Kearney was here. But it was so boring to watch, and they only won, uh, you know, a handful of games. So it didn't achieve anything. Yeah, no. it was all for nothing. So a yeah. half decent stats come 
the end of the round. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, a bit of a, a middle ground. I think Kearney certainly open to that from what he said um, to the wider media. And, and when I asked him that specific question, he said the the same thing. Um, big league season preview is actually out on Monday. I got to do the Warriors, Knights, Broncos and Titans. So uh, grab, your Busy times. Of, yeah, grab your copy of that. Um, not sure if you can get it in New Zealand, but certainly in Australia and you can get it digitally online. So have we read? Um, yeah, I think, I think we've, we've covered off the... I guess we'll, maybe we should just run through what we think that we've made it quite clear who we would pick. The seventeen we think Kearney will go with. I, yeah. Do you think Roger, Ken and Fusatua is the back three to, just to start with? That, yeah, I, I think he's going to start with that lot. Um, it just goes about seven. Yeah. I think this could be pretty... Um, Hicker obviously won centre. The other one could be quite... Um, could could be, be one of a few, couldn't it? Yeah, it could be quite trials-dependent. And I'd probably lean towards Herbert getting the nod at this stage. Uh, interesting, though, Adam Pompey in the trial team this week. Thought he'd be yeah, one I that, see that. that would be I'll trying. Probably, after Herbert, I'll be leaning towards your Hayes Perham and that. Yeah, after yeah. That. So roll the dice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, you reckon he's going to go with... Well, I guess it's going to be Green and either Chanel or... Uh, Chanel yeah. or Cody, and the the one that doesn't get the start will be number fourteen. Yeah, I just I just think I just think Cody's better at fourteen. Well, this is what I think. What does he think? He's probably going to go Cody Nakarima. It's been encouraging. Obviously, we want Chanel in the house there. It's been encouraging that he's saying that it's you know still a two horse race and blah blah blah. Um, you know, one week he thinks Cody, one week Chanel. So at least he's keeping an open mind. He's not, you know. Mm. saying in December now Cody will be our starting uh, number six so yeah I guess uh, that that uh, trio is sort of going to be in there in those three spots um, yeah front row uh, Ignatius Parsi and Lisa Armel either side of Wade Egan mm-hmm. Tohu Harris picks himself in the second row and yeah, yeah I guess Maybe Blair and Papali, the other two black back, uh, back rows. Um, just depends what jersey and role they're going to play, I suppose. Oh, no. The, the thing that scares me the most is that team is no, not bugger all different to a team that failed last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's the uh, problem, obviously, when you don't really recruit anyone. You lose a couple and you also get a couple of injuries. Obviously, Jazz and... And probably Bunty would be automatic picks in that round one seventeen. Hope, hopefully, just gives the gives the bench a shake up and an eye of yeah. giving people a blood to earn a first grade spot from there. Yeah, I, I just want to see him pick on best trial form, whether that's our um, it's whether it's Young Manny the rapper, or if it is Sam Lasorna, at least it's because he's had a couple of big trials, or Jackson Frey, or Josh Curran, or whoever. Those this other three bench spots Ken, need to go to the best, the players that play the best over the next couple of weekends. He's got to be seen to be doing something, or else he is going to be out that door so well, quick this year. It's not funny. Yeah, we're slow starters by nature. Uh, I think if we're like at three and seven after round ten, then they might sort of, they might use yeah. the uh, 
representative break to make a wee bit of a change there, which I hope doesn't happen. I really hope it works out for yeah, Bernie. Yeah, it's the same um, as me. I hope it doesn't happen. They seem to have Nathan Brown's yeah. somewhat suspiciously positioned at the <laughs> club now. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that speculation. Uh, if we, well, we know, yeah, everyone knows my thoughts. If we're going to get an Australian, it's got to be Jeff Toovey. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'd say if it was, I reckon, yeah, I don't know if Brown would be a long time, long term fix. No, but, but he's, they've got it. He they've built got a, a good roster. There, so it goes wrong. He did uh, manage to build a good roster at Newcastle. One hell of a roster, actually, from where they were, and uh, yeah, so this the Warriors have got that exact problem. We couldn't recruit anyone except for Wade. Uh, oh, I, I don't mind that though. There was no one really for sale. There was no yeah. one for sale. Well, Kurt, I, I do dispute that a little bit. We, Kurt Capewell would have been an ideal signing. Oh, yeah. Couldn't get yeah, him. Zane Tedovano would have been great, I think. Couldn't get him. Yeah, um, fair call. But, you know, I yeah, just feel sorry for them uh, to a certain extent, but again, that's not going to wash uh, in twelve in you know six seven months time when we've got twelve guys off contract. Not that many of them were that would be that keen on keeping. Got hardly any you know standout juniors coming through that are pushing for those top thirty spots. You're going to need to buy someone. Yeah, the the end of we're talking about next year. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for twenty twenty. We'll see you next year. As far as life, listeners. Yeah. Shut the doors. Shut the doors. Yeah, it's a, but the good thing is, when the only thing, like ever the optimist, warrior supporter, it's these years that you're completely written off where surprises happen. So, well, that's, that's right. 2018, we were getting talked about for our first spin, and we um, were only one win off minor premiership. So, yeah. yeah. And we do have Roger, we do have Ken, the, and any team. You know, West Tigers win in two thousand five premiership is a perfect example. We just got to get the the recipe right, I guess. Um, yeah, just yeah. hope we got the right ingredients. Yeah. Okay, we'll stick it out. We'll, we'll still do the podcast this year. Is that what you're saying? We're not going to chuck yeah, it. In? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. We're, we're too stupid to quit. <laughs> <laughs> um, now this uh, stats corner. Did you did you have the have you been practicing over the summer? Yeah. Jingle. Did you want to do? Oh, let's take a Let's take a couple of deep breaths. Right, here we go. Stats corner. I've missed it. I'm going to have to release that as a track, I think. Maybe Spotify. Maybe Young May wants to do a collab. That's a new two. Get it popping. Place will be dripping with my sauce. <laughs> Young Maney feet Brad Larkin. Uh, right. So you, you asked me to put this together, um, and comparing um, how many players uh, in the lineup at the start of a year compared to the end of the year. Um, I only did the last two years, but it was quite a good comparison. So twenty eighteen, obviously a very successful year by Warriors standards. Uh, the lineup from round one, the compared to the lineup that played in the finals against Penrith, thirteen of the seventeen that were in round one remained. Eleven of the eleven of the starting thirteen, and the only two um, exceptions there were Ignatius Parsi and Simon Mannering, who were injured at the start of the year. They came into the starting side, 
So that's oh, pretty... is that right? So the squad got stronger. Yeah, that's that's great continuity. Um, Twenty nineteen started with everyone available, more or less. Um, big win over the Bulldogs. Obviously, it all fell apart. Only ten of that side played in round twenty five of that of that seventeen, and only seven of the starting thirteen as well. Is that right? So yeah, a wee bit to read into that. Obviously, there's a couple of injuries that. Um, heading into that last round, which didn't mean anything um, that skewed those numbers, but still, it's quite telling, I think. Only seven of the starting line have played in the final round. Yeah. Yeah, that's out of it. That is out of it. That so, is. Jesus, does that jersey fit? Get out there, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, as long as you remember to take your jerseys to the ground, though, that's the main thing. Oh, mate, how many opportunities do we want to give the Aussie fans? But they already think we're idiots. How do you leave that big... What have they been small? It's a big black bag I'm picking. I would have been... I would have loved to be a fly, a fly on the wall in Cameron George's lounge when he was watching, watching the ladies run out in their uniforms and all their... all the different shorts. That should be in the gear guy, the gear <laughs> dude, when they've arrived at the stadium. And someone just goes, right, Tony, where's the, where's the bag of jerseys, mate? And yeah. Just seeing, just seeing Tony's face. <laughs> ah, fuck. <laughs> Have you, oh, God. I, quite, I, I like how they, I don't know who, if anyone was actually trying to get away with something, but the next day on the coverage, of set, um, one of the commentators said, oh, what actually happened was the... Um, there was an Uber Uber driver that went to the the wrong stadium because it's an HBF stadium and HBF park. Um, that did happen, but only after they left the jerseys behind in the first place. And... <laughs> so then the Uber driver. <laughs> yeah. So it was two, so it was two cock ups. <laughs> um, did you see them? They some had ankle socks on, some, some yeah. had different shorts like, on. It was like, I didn't like have a the, club game. I didn't have the sound up for that game, and I was and I saw the the no socks. I was like, yeah, it makes sense. It's hot over there. You don't want to have these big woolly socks on. <laughs> no, so uh, yeah, they had not no deliberate. Socks. <laughs> Literally no socks. Credit to the ladies though; they managed to win that game, and they certainly put up a lot better fight than the. Um, than the men's team did. Uh, Uppy oh. Nichols, nice little chip and chase try there. Big fan of hers. Woman, Woman's League is a fantastic product. <laughs> yeah, I can't get enough it's, of it. No, I'm just saying, those rep games, gee whiz. Yeah, best games the of the year. The don't hit like that mm. at all anymore. Far out they put it in. The, the women's games are more reliably better. You're more likely yeah. to get a Yeah, a consistently more entertaining. Yeah, and yeah, the Lions, again, great exp- exhibition, so um, yeah, hopefully they'll one, one of these days make the season a bit longer rather than just that four-round comp during the finals. Yeah, 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 got, I can see it happening though, there's, there's yeah. a bit of interest in this, there's a bit to be made from it, I reckon. Yeah, no, for sure, and um, do you have the tales of Renanga for us this week, or are you going to keep it on the shelf? I might keep it. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I tried to think of one quickly. I've got a couple coming up and I just want to get them right. Yeah. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> just take, I'm sure that, um, young Manny didn't, didn't put source out on Spotify the first night that he wrote it. He fine tuned it. And... 
there's a story there I find too, and it's a, it's slightly illegal, so I just need <laughs> okay. like, consult two, consult the lawyer, bit, legal team. Yeah, it's still a bit fresh. It happened over the Christmas break, okay. and we just oh, need nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a goodie. Looking it's a goodie. It. So okay. that's something to look forward to. Me and my mate Swampy, Swampy. again the Jack, regular Jack Red's biggest fan. <laughs> um, oh, we do have one new segment though, um, and. Again, it's it's your brainchild, but it's uh, more or less my segment, I guess. Um, so Brad wants to know what people, what players are listening to on their headphones at the when they get off the bus, heading to the game, and that sort well, of thing. Well, just in general, when yeah. I see someone with headphones on, I think, I wonder what he's listening to. Yeah. So yeah, I want to know, especially after a Warriors win, mm. what what did you have on in the change rooms that got got your t- feet going and got you in the mood today? So that's my quest for the year is any time I interview a player or, or anyone else, um, you know, what, what tunes do you listen to, either at the game or what do you listen to in your time wind or, or whatever. So I've only really talked to the coaches in the pre-season, um, and, um, so I've got a few lined up, but I'll um, so we're just going to drip feed it because we don't have a lot of engaging content, so, you know, <laughs> can't just waste it all in two minutes. Uh, but so first up in TWL's music box, we've got Stephen Kearney, and this was a bit of a—he's um, a bit of a surprise packet. So I asked Stephen what what he listens to on game day, or what he listens to in the car on the way to training, on the way to the game to get focused, that sort of thing. And he was a wee bit coy at first, but then he said, "Oh, I—he's—he um, listens to um, Triple J." Still Triple over J. here, yeah. A little bit, a little bit of George FM. He said George FM's okay, but um, yeah, who who knew? Stephen Kearney's a wee bit of a hipster. Is that right? Mm. Jeez, George FM surprises me even more. Yeah, yeah. Um, just doesn't top off out by the pool in the backyard. Dragging leaves out of the pool. Guys, I did think about the um, Triple J thing a bit, and I, and I came to the conclusion that he, he started his um, first grade career at the Magpies, 92, 93. That's about when the Triple J Hottest 100 first came out, if I'm not mistaken. Then he went yeah. then he went back to the Storm. He was only, um, what it, he would have only been about 26, 27. And, you know, that's your sort of heyday for getting into music and stuff. Triple J, um, massive about then. And obviously in Melbourne as well, so... That's a surprise. Yeah. That's a, I like the fact that he listens to that. Yeah, See, that's awesome. the thing about music. You learn a bit about some someone you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Um, the the ones we've got coming up over the next few weeks are probably a little bit more stereotypical, but um, we'll have a bit of fun with it, nevertheless. And, um, yeah. Sweet. No, looking forward to it. Any uh, Anything you've been listening to that you can tip our, yeah, what a... our listener off to? Um, I've been on to a bit of bleachers, bit of bleachers oh, this yeah. week. Nice. Yeah. You've been yeah. Um, no, pumping them for a wee while. Yeah, yeah, I have. I have. I just, I, you know, you, you listen to a, your favourite, have a couple of favourite songs off an album and then you realise that there's others on the album. So, yeah, yeah sort of a revisit, revisit. How about yourself? What's been tuning your dial? Um, there's this guy called um, Oliver Tree and he's 
clearly a professional piss taker, but he's got some unbelievably catchy songs, and some of it, it varies from really aggressive rap to mostly your sort of uh, sort of indie, super catchy indie pop group love sort of. Uh, Sort of style yeah. stuff, but he's, he's, he's very good. He, Where's he from? Where's he hailed from? Uh, he's he's a, a, um, American. You should go and check him out. He's a fascinating character. He's got this um, mental the bulk name, up. The name alone yeah. fascinates me. Speed dealer, gla- sunglasses, um, like an old ski jacket, and he's like a, a scooter champion, self-proclaimed scooter champion. So he's, he's clearly taking the piss, but his songs are... <laughs> Just, he's a little bit off centre, yeah, he is. Yeah, he looks unhinged, but um, man, you can get a crowd going too. So, oh, yeah. I'll um, I'll Check tap it. into a bit of that. Yeah, and on. and you too, listener. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the off chance our one listener's got uh, the same music taste as us, yeah, go check yeah. it out. So how are we going? Um, we're trying to streamline again this year. We're going to try and streamline these shows a bit, aren't we? But I noticed we've managed to bang out. A good hour. Yeah, we just lighting. we've just ticked over fifty seven minutes. Um, I will give a shout out to, I'd say he's probably our our number one fan, Robert Anderson, the Brisbane based Warriors supporter, and he actually likes the length, the extended length of our podcast because it uh, fills in the hour that he spends on the train to work each morning. So, not that he oh, listens to this does. every day, but you know when he does. Yeah, I was going to say, Rob, don't expect us to knock out an hour of this a day. <laughs> And I definitely wouldn't advise listening to each show more than once. You, you go insane. And it's uh, good you're doing it in a train too, because I don't think you should be operating machinery listening to us, because <laughs> we'll put you to sleep pretty quick. Yeah, that's true. Although I wouldn't advise um, falling asleep on the Brisbane transit system either. It's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> <laughs> so for God's sake, take, have a, a coffee or something while you listen. listen yeah, to look it. after yourself, Rob. Um, but yeah thanks for tuning in episode 1 of 2020 um, and episode 24 overall I believe 24 um, oh we're going to get to 50 this year yeah yeah well hopefully so we'll... what do we got coming up next week we have to are yeah, we going to yeah, talk I about thought, some thought, TWL Shield yep TWL Shield and I thought we might just give a quick rundown of all 16 cars where we think they're going to finish and yeah just, yeah, just think about our big sliders. Yeah, think about other people's problems instead of just our own for yeah. a, for a minute. Be good. Right, let's see what we can come up with in the next week of mm. quality content for that. Yep, sounds good. And obviously, we haven't got any better at closing off an episode, so I'm just going to stop it now. I'm just going <laughs> right to stop on, it. Now. Mate. Okay, see you, mate.